Hi, and welcome to Figure of Speech, a program from WRBH where every week you can meet local poets and fiction writers from the New Orleans community and listen to them share their work. This episode, we welcome on poet and writer Mr. Eno. Take a listen. How y'all doing, folks? My name is Mr. Eno, and I'm a New Orleans author, and I'll be reading from my book called The Diary of Mr. Eno. First piece I'm going to read is called Prom Night. Ravaged by time, damaged by stress, the woman applies the spy makeup to her wrinkled face as she slips into her torn ivory dress. He's putting on his shoes with no soles and adjusting a suit that's three sizes too big, polishing his date paperclip cassage while she's fixing her crown that is made up of branches and twigs. She has runs in her stockings and her heels are about to break. He's combing his hair rapidly because he doesn't want to be late. They've been waiting for 50 years for this night, so nothing can go wrong. She smells like magazine perfume inserts, and he has fixed up a broken radio so they can listen to their favorite song. These two have lived a rough life, but despite the many hardships, they live it together. The ideal husband and wife. And tonight is their special night, the one they never got to live. A chance to get lost in each other's eyes and exchange kisses they never got to give. As they locked eyes under the bridge, the butterflies filled their stomachs just like when they were kids. He held his hand and asked for a dance. They held each other tight. As the flame continued to burn in their everlasting romance, life may have beaten them down, but it didn't kill their love. They slow danced under the bridge as the traffic passed above. That was called Prime Night. The next piece I'm reading is called The Ballerina. She practices on the project steps as madness goes on around her. Even though she's surrounded by the sharks, she's determined not to flounder. No more than eight, but has wisdom beyond her age. An intensely focused child, she's dedicated her life to the bright lights and big stage. Her leotard is wrinkled, her tutu is on its last thread. Her stomach is empty, but her dreams are not dead. She poses, she jumps, she twirls in the air. Having grown up in hell, she understands life isn't fair. But she won't let that be her excuse. She uses the flames of Hades to light her fuse. She's never seen anyone in her family win, so she don't have nothing to lose. She's a future queen and will eventually leave this town. But tonight she practices leaping over the drug paraphernalia that's laying on the ground. Next piece I'm going to read is called The Reading. I asked the lady with one eye, what does she see in my days ahead? She licked my hand and replied, do you believe in spirits, my boy? Of course I do, I said. They follow you, my son. They track your every move, and they're very angry with you. The lifestyle that you live in, they do not approve. I see that you walk alone where others wouldn't tread. You're isolated, and yet you're surrounded by the dead. Are you saying I'm cursed? I asked the one-eyed lady. She gave me a smirk. Then she turned over a card with the image of a laughing baby. Ah, I see that your sense of humor is sick. She took a puff from a cigar and gave my hand another lick. 
and you will need that humor for the things you're going to see. Just remember to breathe and that everything comes in threes. She turned over another card. It was needles in the shape of a heart. Love is pain, and for your journey, you and it will have to part. The next card she turned over was blank, and so was the expression on her face. She reached inside her beautiful vase and said, I must do what I'm told. She asked if I was hungry, then drove a frozen steak in my belly, and my body started to become cold. This next one is called The Way It Has To Be. It's a memory of my mom, Miss Esther. The Way It Has To Be. My mother once told me, one day I'm not going to be here. And I said, I don't want to think about that because that day is my greatest fear. The mother love is strongest emotion on earth. And the things they would do for their child is their gift and their curse. Place themselves in danger. Drive themselves insane. Fight any predator just to make sure that their baby is okay. Willing to endure a thousand thunderstorms just to make sure that child has one bright day. We can't live forever, but mothers are supposed to. I mean, how can I go on? What am I supposed to do? To their child, they're the sun and the moon. And anytime they leave our life, regardless of their age, it's always too soon. So as the priest spoke, I couldn't hear a sound. All I paid attention to was the casket getting lowered in the ground. And although I was heartbroken, a piece of me went into that ground. I don't know how my mother would survive, though, if the situation was the other way around. This next piece is called Vows a Nun Never Got to Say. I promise to honor you from now to the end of time. Your heart belongs to this world, so I will never claim you as mine. When we met, who knew you would have the key? That you would make my soul free. Hindsight is twenty twenty, but I still don't know what I or you see in me. But like you said, I'm not only in love with you now, I'm in love with the person you're going to be. And with those words, I dropped to one knee. Forget the arrows, our love was cast by Cupid's welding. And the tears are only dripping right now because my heart is melting. But I promise you, I will get through this speech. Forgive me for my shortness of breath, but some words, you know, emotions. Some words, emotions, and words just can't reach. You're every love song wrapped in one. You're every first kiss. Every first kiss is in your smile. You make me as peaceful as a dove. But at the same time, you drive me wild. As I lift your veil, I can't describe the feeling that I have inside. Can I ask you one question? May I kiss the bride? This next one is called Young Businessman. For my young hustlers out there, see you out there working. They may judge or hold a grudge when they see your pants hanging low. They think you're standing on the corner because you don't have anywhere to go. But it's something that the public doesn't know. You've been the man of your house since the age of four. Your pops disappeared and your mom's are somewhat strung out on the floor. So day and night you stand on that street, 
because your sister needs school supplies and your brother needs shoes on his feet. Society has forced you to be an entrepreneur. You have to be a cash cow because society treats you like manure. They complain about disease, but they don't want to bother to find a cure. So you move your product. Your, kind, your clientele comes from privilege, so you don't have, t- you don't have sympathy for their plight. They go on vacations regularly, and you and your family ain't never been on a flight. So you bought your paper, because those ends have to meet. That's why you out here giving nose samples in broad daylight out on the street. You're a businessman, and you're trying to close that deal. And if people don't understand that, maybe after this, they will. This failed attempt. Tonight, I looked death in the eyes. He blew smoke in my face and said, you don't belong in this place. I replied, give me a minute and let me make my case. These beings down here feel just like me. Plus, I have a family member and a couple friends I want to see. He leaned back in his chair and said, it doesn't work that way. Everybody has their assigned day. And if I break the rules for you, well, that won't be okay. I looked around his place and his black cat started to hiss. Anyway, he said, your name isn't even on my upcoming list. I don't care about your list. I came here to stay. Come right in is the only words I want to hear you say. He leaned forward and said, who do you think you're talking to? Do you know the kind of things I can do to you? Please do it, I said. Help me make my wish come true. He replied, this is not the place where you run away from your blues. Why not, I asked. He yelled, because you don't make the rules. Well, I could tell by his demeanor that I was aggravating his core. Then he said, I can't stand your presence anymore. He punched me in the stomach and I lost my breath. The next thing you know, I woke up on my bathroom floor. This one called How the Other Side Lives. The other side lives where water doesn't reach. There aren't any police to stand guard or any teachers to teach. No one has material possessions, so they can't lend to borrow. All the houses creak and leak, and the sun won't come out tomorrow. But before you feel any sorrow and think that this is one of the worst places, take a closer look. Notice those smiles on their faces. Mud-covered cheeks with laughters of joy. It's a wonder how your sense of humor grows when you don't have a toy. The games you can create when you don't have a bike. Using your imagination to fly when you don't have a kite. Not enough parents to go around so they share their fathers and mothers. No fighting. All, all of them are the same, classified as the others. The other side doesn't have water, so they use rain to wash their clothes. They can't handle anything life throws at them, and by their attitude, it shows. The other side lives in gray, but they still find a way to have fun. They don't look at the glasses half empty or full. They just happy to have one. Next one is called Little Drummer Boy. Little Drummer Boy, look at him. Watch him go. No more than 10 years old. Other musicians may be nice, but this kid is cold. No drum set, just some buckets and some sticks. The music that he makes from it causes his tips to pile up quick. The crowd stands there and wonder, taking pictures and clapping their hands. If you closed your eyes, you would think this he was an entire band. But it's just him. 
Nappy hair, ripped shirt, and no shoes. He may be young, but this kid knows all about the blues. A kid like that would be any parent's dream. That's why his mother steals his tips and puts it in the slot machine. Shout out to all my little drummer boys out there. Got some more for you. The next one is called Let Them Eat King Cake. There's a liquor store, nightclub, and dope house in every hood, always in that order. It's strange that some people believe a certain class is immune to environmental disorder. A class who can't buy property, their only option is to rent. How come a vegan meal costs $30 but a cheeseburger is 99 cents? Save-A-Lot don't sell the same groceries as Whole Foods. One group is dining on well-fed poultry and the other surviving on canned goods. One side is eating crabs fresh out of a bucket. The, other, the others are crabs in the bucket, fighting each other to get to the top. When they receive money, they don't think about investments. Their first instinct is to shop. That mentality comes from living without. Their ancestors giving their blood, sweat, and tears to a city for generations, and their family still don't have any clout. But they say, at least you got it better than they had it back then. Or, will you get over it? I don't want to hear about your inequality again. But my favorite is, here's some king cake. Now, I don't want to hear about another peep. It may not be good for you, but at least it's sweet. I can't change the world. What you want me to do? Oh, look, you found the baby. The next king cake is on you. Got a couple more, folks. This one's called Saturday the 14th in New Orleans East. Yesterday was weird. Everything was strange. Every day is usually the same, but yesterday was on a different page. When I put my shoes on, they ain't even have to be held by glue. Usually I'm starving with nothing to eat, but when I reached in my pocket, I had money for food. The trip to the stove felt short, even though I had to walk over a mile. The sun came out, made the grass sparkle. I even cracked a little smile. As I entered the stove, nothing seemed strange. That wasn't until I paid for my food and the cashier, cashier gave me back the correct change. As I left, he said, have a great day. I replied, I am, as I clutched my honey-baked ham. When I came home, my mother wasn't crying, and my father kissed me and gave me a hug. When I turned on the kitchen lights, the floor and the counter was spotless, not one roach or water bug. I didn't, hear, I didn't even hear any rats scratching on the wall. Instead of playing with matches, my baby sister was playing with a brand new doll. That evening, my family and I ate our first dinner in days. That was the first time I ever seen my little sister's fingers and face covered in glaze. My mother passed me the macaroni and I passed the potatoes to my father. Our, bev our beverages tasted great. We didn't even have to boil our water. That night, I thought about how the whole day was a little bizarre. I didn't hear one gunshot that night and I looked out my window and I just saw a single star. As I fell asleep, the floor never felt so soft. I even kept my lights on because the landlord didn't shut them off. Today, everything is back to normal. Back to the same old things. Yesterday was odd. It felt like I had wings. It all happened out of nowhere. I wonder why. Well, I'm about to jump off the top of this building. I wonder if I could still fly.
next one is called Parish Zoo. Keep your arms inside the streetcar. You might lose it if you don't. If you think you can make it out here without being cautious, trust me, you won't. The sharks walk on land, and these eels ain't no joke. The gorillas will sell you a dream. The cheetahs are always watching, and these chicks always cluck and scream. The white whales are dangerous, even though they are never seen. If you sweet, you'll attract bees. If you look dead, the vultures will swoon. It's best to keep a low profile. You don't want to be the elephant in the room. But don't get too low because there's snakes in that grass. The lions, tigers, and bears work together, so you must think fast. All of this is coming from the night owl. Trust me, I had the best view. Remember, don't feed the animals. And welcome to the Paris Zoo. Read a couple more. Um, let's go with zombies. They're lurking around every corner, waiting for you to drop your wallet or forget your purse. Some misfortunes are a gift, but most addictions are a curse. Walking around lifeless, looking for their next hit. Trying to turn innocent victims because they had the misfortune to get bit. If you ever had the pleasure to look one in the eyes, don't look for too long. It could be your demise. They want money. They might seem smooth. They might seem funny. But the bottom line is they want money. And they ain't nice about it. They'll force people to give it to them. I've seen them threaten people and force them to the ATM. If you run into one of them, just push them out the way. Don't worry. They so out of it, they'll forget your face by the end of the day. This is called Life Under the Rock. It's about my uh, time I spent living in St. Rock, about three months. Transformative experience. Life Under a Rock. Children carrying pistols, teenagers carrying missiles, houses catching on fire, ain't too many saints lingering around here. Gunshots are the soundtrack for the night, sharks and piranhas circling the waters, thriving on fear. Babies becoming parents, life is tough, but there's no time to shed a tear. The elders are trying to keep everyone in their place, giving the side eye to any unfamiliar face. Their only reaction to violence is a sigh. No emotion from children when the blue lights decorate the nighttime sky. Other than the occasional house party, every day is pretty much the same. But I'm so grateful for this place because this place gave me my name. This one is called The Bird That Flew With One Wang. There was once a bird that was like no other. It was all by itself. No sister, brother, father, or mother. On top of this distress, it was born with one wing. While all the other birds would fly around, it couldn't do a thing. The bird would just sit in this tree every season. Summer, fall, winter, and spring. All it wanted to do was bring joy to the entire world putting smiles on the faces of every woman, man, boy, and girl. So one day, after being fed up with life's sting, the bird decided to fly, so it began to flap its wing. It was determined to turn its luck around. 
and something happened. It never took off the ground, but that wing, be- that wing began to create a sound. The most beautiful sound came from this wing. It was as if a hundred newly born angels began to sing. Sweet music is what flew that day. It soared through the skies. That day, the bird with one wing brought tears and joy to everyone's eyes. This next one is called Modern Day Alchemy. It's for all those forgotten places all around the world. Every ghetto is the same. There's a beauty found in unexpected places. Laughter coming from unassuming faces. Whole symphonies created from broken dreams. The best avant-garde theater created by some of the worst dope fiends. In the places where there are no jobs or salaries, you find creatives who transform ghettos into galleries, who are able to turn poverty into gold, high literature being written from the stories that are told. Creativity doesn't only happen at a black tie event. It happens when you're trying to cheer yourself up and your last penny spent. In the slums, you'll find Carnegie Hall's headliners and hand-me-downs turn single mothers into some of the world's greatest fashion designers. Preparing three-star Michelin meals with a burner and a government cheese. Creating food that heats the soul when the house is 20 degrees. Graffiti is only poetry. Abandoned buildings are ancient pyramids. Pressure creates diamonds, so sophistication can come from places where the resources are limited. A tree does grow in Brooklyn, and so does a rose from concrete. Elegance is not only found in the pages of old, but also on the darkest street. There's art in that alley. There's culture on that balcony. Take a look in the gutter, and you'll find modern-day alchemy. This one is called... Six three seventeen. I wrote it at the a day of turmoil, turmoil back in uh on um, June third, two thousand seventeen. Thirteen people shot on Saturday. The news said it was the worst day of two thousand seventeen. The politics have been dividing people all year. So what does that even mean? It's been raining nonstop for days, but that doesn't stop the celebrating. The quarter's still jumping, as always. Violence mixed with love is it's a hell of a drink. The city's still standing tall, despite what some may think. Even though pirates run this town, this ship will never sink. I see organized chaos every time I blink. It goes beyond music and food. It goes beyond the young and old. It's the smile on the pe- people's faces. It's the passions in their soul. This city gives you a feeling I can't describe with a mere pen. As soon as I try to, it begins to rain again. It's all for my, for my Mexican fam, Spanish fam. This one's called Mexican Holiday. What holiday? 
Mexicans are working right now. It's probably 100 degrees out, and they are working. I don't know how. While everyone else is out enjoying their vacation, they're out there in the sun building our great nation. Taking jobs that no one wants for half the pay. Standing, side, standing outside of Home Depot all day, just praying and hoping that they'll get a job for the day. They've been excluded from society, but has become some of its best workers. The whole situation is real depressing, a real tearjerker. While everyone else is out barbecuing, swimming, taking shots to get loose, there are the people babysitting other people's children, cleaning out houses and hammering the roofs. But that's the way it is in America, land of the free. We are proud to let our flag hang high. It's funny how much hypocrisy can be fit inside one Fourth of July. Um, that was the last piece I'm gonna share with y'all. Um, my name is uh Mr. Eno. Um, and um, I'm a New Orleans author. And I um signing off, folks. And I want to thank you for your ears. And you'll be hearing a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot for me soon. That's it, folks. That was New Orleans-based writer and poet Mr. Eno. And you've been listening to Figure of Speech, a new community poetry and writing program from WRBH. Tune in Saturdays at 1 p.m. and every Monday at 9 p.m. for more great New Orleans writing. Thanks for listening.